Hello, healthy friends, and welcome to another episode of The Healthy Life with me, Coach Ashley, and my friend, Coach Alexis. So how's your week been, Alexis? It's been pretty good. Yeah. What about yours? Well, as we were kind of talking about before, we just got back from vacation. I am extremely happy to be back with my regular routine, but it was so nice to get away. I I wish for everybody out there who's just kind of needing that mental break to be able to take a break, whatever it may be, a vacation or just a day to yourself because it was really nice. I I love you guys. I love my job. I absolutely love what I do. But I'm happy to say I only thought about it maybe once or twice while I was gone. And it was just so nice to not be able or not have to worry about things. Um, it was just... And I'm thankful for a job that I can do that. So I really, really enjoyed my time. Our best part, I think, was seeing so many dolphins. It was awesome. <laughs> That's so cool. I I'm so happy that you got to go and just relax. And I love that you mentioned like taking that mental break because I feel like, you know, when your body and your mind is at that point, you just need some time away. So like you said, I hope if people are able, even if it's just like a day or a long weekend, that they're able to take that time and just decompress a little. (laughs) Absolutely. It's so important. So I'm really excited to continue this transformative journey that we're doing. Today, we're doing part four in this little mini series. And last week, we talked about those healthy habits. If you guys listened, and if you didn't, you should go take a listen to last week because those healthy habits and how to create and sustain them to cultivate a healthy lifestyle. Um, If you ask me, healthy habits are kind of like the core of this overall process. It's a part of the foundation and even the building blocks of this healthy lifestyle. And um, today we're going to be continuing that with building resilience. So like I said, if if you guys didn't uh, get to listen to last week's, do that one first and then come back to this one because we're going to just be extending all of that. So for this week, for part four, we're going to continue the next topic of, like I just said, building resilience. We're going to talk about how to navigate setbacks, how to stay on track, because it's a part of this journey, whether we like it or not. Setbacks are always going to be there. So if we can find a way within ourselves to build that confidence and build a resilience towards those setbacks so that we can bounce back even stronger, it's really going to be a great way to just keep you going. And the first part I want to talk about is building resilience is actually a skill. And it's a skill that you do have to build yourself. And it's going to enable you to navigate those setbacks and the challenges really to be able to stay focused, wouldn't you say? Yes, for sure. And I love that you mentioned it's like an internal thing. It's just something that comes over time as well. I know it's really easy to fall back into old habits or old patterns when you have that first big setback, but Mm -hmm. really keeping your mind focused on your end goals and what those look like for you really helps you stay on track and gets you gets your mind back in the game whenever you've had a setback. Absolutely. Because going back to that first episode we had in this mini series is that growth oriented mindset. So if you can literally take these this five part series as a step by step step by step process on how to do this, it's really you're going to see how it all coordinates together and really help helps you do all of this overall. I mean, life is really, as we know it, it's filled with ups and downs. Setbacks are, like I said, whether we like it or not, they're there. They're inevitable. And they're going to be a part of your journey towards success. But when you are able to build resilience, it's going to help you with that mental and emotional strength to bounce back from those setbacks and learning from them. We're going to be talking about a lot, a lot about that in this episode is looking at these as a learning experience, a teachable moment to be able to continue forward. I think something that we also have to remember is that as long as you keep coming back 
And even if you take a longer break than you expected, the fact that you keep coming back and showing up for yourself says to me that you haven't given up, even if it's been a little bit longer than you had anticipated. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there, I feel like there can be no quitting, even if, like you said, there is a period of time where maybe you aren't staying on track or maybe you have given up for a little bit. Or you're just not doing what you'd like to be doing for yourself. The fact that you keep coming back is really what shows that that courage. And I mean, that in itself is resilience, is mm-hmm. is building up that resilience to keep pushing. Because really at the heart of this is, like I mentioned before, we're going to be tying all this in, is the adoption of the growth mindset, like our first episode in the series. You have to have a powerful perspective in your head to view these setbacks as a stepping stone for personal development, for personal growth. And rather than looking at them as roadblocks that are like hindering in your process or standing in your way, being able to just look at it as, okay, maybe it is a roadblock, but I'm going to use it as a stepping stone and overcome it. I know if y'all are listening and you have heard our previous podcast episodes, I say this really often, but it's because it has stuck with me and it's really important. But my boss at my work, if there's something new that comes up and sometimes it's a little bit frustrating and overwhelming, she always reminds me that this is a learning opportunity and a chance for me to grow and my knowledge. And so I really try to apply that to everything. So it's no different for my healthy lifestyle journey that when things get really, really difficult or I feel like I've gone way off track and I can use that as a learning experience, what can I do differently next time? And then how can I flag those triggers so maybe it doesn't happen again? Absolutely. I think that's the perfect example of resilience and using using these what could be setbacks or challenges, something in your way, using them as a stepping stone, like I said, mm-hmm. a learning experience. And like you said, what can I do differently? I'm a big fan of teachable moments, especially with kids. <laughs> um, those that have listened before know that I worked with children for quite a few years and up until I uh, left to be a stay-at-home mom for a while. And we were so big on teachable moments. You know, A kid spills something or they do something and something breaks. And sometimes they're upset sometimes they're mad and they're frustrated because they made a mistake, so they say, or they messed up. And we were just so big on saying, okay, what's done is done. What can we do now? Can we fix it? Can we rebuild it? Can we clean it up? What can we do? And I love so much that this can tie into my past job because I think we can seriously, like I've said before, take a chapter from a kid's life um, and Mm -hmm. use, use anything, any kind of these or any of these setbacks as a learning experience. Um, because we want to embrace this mindset, you know, we want to embrace that we're going to build resilience because it's going to shape how we perceive and how we respond to challenges later. So the more you can do right now to start changing maybe the way you react towards something, it's going to help you in the long run later on down the road. You're going to start reshaping how you react to these situations, really. I love it. I wish everyone could see me right now because I just want to like hype you up, Ashley, because that was that was so powerful. And We're raising the roof over here. <laughs> we are. But there's so much to take from everything that you just said. So if you need to like pause and rewind and listen to it again, I highly encourage you. So you can just really take all of that in. I, I have lots more. I, I promise I'll pull it out when we need it. <laughs> So when 
these setbacks occur, it's natural to experience, kind of like I said with the with the kids as well, it's natural to experience any kind of emotion, whether it's anger, frustration, disappointment, self-doubt. A lot of us get so down on ourselves and just like, oh man, why did I do that? Why did you do that self? And we need to recognize and understand those reactions that we're having to the setbacks so that we don't let our emotions get in the way of how we move on from it, of how we go past it. So instead of focusing on it, like I said, as a failure, someone with resilience is going to be able to shift their focus towards finding a solution. I think there's certain people in my life where you know I notice if something happens to them, you can see them have that self-doubt and that like, oh man, I failed. And then there's other people in my life that I can look at and be like, man, they love a challenge. Something happens, they're like, what can I do right now? What am I going to do to fix that? And I would love to say I'm that kind of person, maybe most of the time, but I still look up to people like that in my life because it's so encouraging to see them just take this as just another, we're going to keep saying this word over and over, another learning experience or another teachable moment. I love being able to watch them do that because it's so uplifting and encouraging. I think the cool thing about that too is it doesn't have to be someone that's on a weight loss journey, but it's just how they respond to difficult situations or challenges. And you can take that and try and, or if, I don't know, try and apply that to your own weight loss and see if that helps or your healthy lifestyle journey. We know that things happen and life comes up. It would be so wonderful if we thought like, okay, nothing's ever going to happen. I don't have to worry about these practices. But even if you are perfect, like 99% of the time, there will still be a little room for setbacks. So just figuring out what your response looks like to those is so incredible. And just having other people to inspire you and take little pieces of what they do and applying it to yourself will be super helpful. Right. Yeah. Because like how you handle it matters. How you handle it now might shape how you handle it in the future. So if you can start now figuring out those little tweaks that you can make to say, okay, I'm not going to, I'm not going to sit here with all this self-doubt and negative self-talk because I did one thing wrong. Let's just go ahead and look into the future and say, what am I going to do differently next time? I mean, when you when you sit down and think about someone with resilience, they're like I said, they're going to have that focus towards finding a solution, but they're also going to approach those setbacks as an opportunity to learn, a teaching moment, and they're going to be continuously learning. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We are constantly learning about ourselves. We are constantly learning. I mean, I'm still learning new things about myself every, maybe not every day, let's say every week or every month. Mm -hmm. Um, And when you're continuously learning, it's not only going to help you overcome, but it's also going to prepare you, like I said earlier, for handling those future um, challenges with more adaptability. I like that word, being adaptable. (laughs) I love that. No, that's a great, that's a great way to put it. And I think it ties back to the habit loop conversation that we had. So, and also we talked about it in our healthy meetings. And so just recognizing like what your response or your reaction is to a situation. And if you can get into a habit of it being a more positive or more manageable response, mm-hmm. and that would be so huge for your journey. Absolutely. That's a huge stepping stone, a huge thing to overcome to, to build that resilience really. Now we just mentioned emotions like we you know when we come up to a setback or a challenge it's very normal like I said to have some type of response anger disappointment self-doubt, anything like that. And talking about those emotions, I want to be sure to point out that resilience doesn't mean to avoid or deny any negative emotions you may be having. Again, I'm going to take a page from my early childhood learning days. And um, it was a big thing to validate a child's feelings. 
they did something and they got very mad or somebody did something to them and they got very mad or sad, upset, whatever it was. It's so important to validate those feelings. Whether we think it's silly or not, they were feeling those feelings and they are very real and that is okay. And I have, I had a hard time doing that with myself, with my kids, but with a lot of practice, guys. I'm talking a lot of practice. (laughs) It has become easier to validate their feelings, no matter how silly I think it is, or maybe I feel like they shouldn't be feeling it. It's okay to feel those feelings, but how we use those feelings are the most important part of this entire thing when we're talking about emotions. So again, don't deny that you have negative emotions about this challenge or setback. It's okay to feel upset with yourself. It is okay to be angry. Maybe you need to... Sometimes I just need to have a good cry or I just need to go be by myself for for a little bit. And there's nothing wrong with that. But once I'm done with that, I need to embrace that that feeling is a part of being human. We are all human. We have such a wide range of emotions that we're going to experience. So embrace that, acknowledge your feelings, and accept that you're going to have these challenges because it's just a part of natural growth. Hint, hint back to number episode number one again, personal <laughs> growth and development. Um, yeah, just accept that you have these feelings and tell yourself that it's okay. But then ask yourself, how am I going to move forward and not actually let them get in my way of overcoming these challenges? My husband is so wonderful about like listening to my feelings. And so I'll be very honest with y'all. This happened yesterday, like last night, not even 24 <laughs> hours ago. I just had a day. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of laid down on the couch and my husband could tell I was like borderline tears. And he was like, hey, just let it out. <laughs> so I Aww. did. I had a good <laughs> cry. But then after his first thing he said to me was, so what can we do to make this better? And that really meant so much to me because it's mm-hmm. like, all right, we had our feelings. We sat with them. We were okay with them, but they're dealt with at this time. What can we do to move, move forward from them? And really that was him just like helping me around the house and taking our dog out. So taking some things off of my plate so mm-hmm. I could get my workout in and I could prepare dinner and have a healthy meal and get back into that positive habit loop. That is so... I, what's the word I want to say? That's just so positive and uplifting. Um, it's the perfect example. I mean, he validated your emotions. And a lot of the time, I feel like when we're hard in our feelings and we're feeling things, especially when it comes to weight loss and we have these challenges we're trying to overcome, um, we don't necessarily, or at least me personally, I don't always want somebody to come help me fix it. I just truly... And not to sound repetitive, I just truly do want to feel validated. I want somebody to understand, okay, you're feeling feeling this, I'm going to go do this instead. Kind of like your husband helped take some things off your plate. Sometimes I feel like that's all we truly want. Sometimes talking it out with somebody and them trying to help might just make it worse. Mm -hmm. But just to feel validated like that is so... Gosh, it's so incredibly important. And it makes makes me feel good for you. (laughs) (laughs) But I think the biggest thing is we talk so much about mindfulness, about our food and what we're eating, but just being mindful of your emotions and what that looks like and how you can just sit in them for as long as you need to and as long as it's healthy amount of time and then how you yeah. can move forward from them. Yeah. And speaking of being mindful, I feel like you can use it as a chance for self-reflection too. This is where you ask yourself. So you've you've had your setback or your challenge. You've had your emotions. You've let yourself sit in it for a bit. So now it's time to ask yourself, what can I or what did I learn from this? If I already learned from it, you know, what can I do differently next time? Or how can I leverage it to know how I can improve future circumstances or outcomes. Yeah. 
Another part of this is actually taking care of your physical health, your mental, your fit, well, physical and mental well being, because it's a vital point in building resilience. Um, when we are like specifically speaking of mental health, if we are way too stressed, stress is going to stand in the way of pr- improving your ability to do anything, especially handle more difficult circumstances. When we're stressed, we're not going to feel like, like, you know, thinking to the future, oh, well, I already know there's going to be another setback. You know, we don't want to think about that when we're stressed. So having a good handle on your mental health is going to be super important to this. And along with that comes the physical aspect. A good workout can sometimes almost immediately relieve that stress that we're feeling already. So if you're able to put those two together and work on them at the same time, I think you're going to be amazed at how much you feel like you've already overcame something. Mm-hmm. And y'all know I am so huge on getting outside for a walk. I know sometimes the hardest part is actually just getting outside or getting your shoes on for your workout, pressing play, whatever that looks like for you. Mm -hmm. But once you actually start doing it, your body will release those feel-good chemicals and it really will put you in a better mood from the inside out. So my suggestion if you're feeling really overwhelmed is... Just go for a walk for five or 10 minutes. Let yourself, Mm -hmm. like your mind get cleared. I try to not take any, like I try to take my, I try to not take my phone, don't look at social media and just like be present with myself for five or 10 minutes while I'm moving my body. Absolutely. Because I feel like having the phone can stress me out too. Because I'm thinking, oh, you know, oh, my phone just buzzed. There's somebody trying to get a hold of me, whatever. And that can be a stressor in itself, you know? Mm I know I have a good example. So we got back from our vacation on a Friday evening. And I think it was Saturday evening. You know, we're still in the process of trying to unpack the bags, do laundry, order groceries because we didn't have anything from the week, you know, and that's a stress in itself. And mm-hmm. um, I mentioned in a past episode that we, my family and I, we all got bikes so we can take bike rides together. And I can't remember if it was my daughter or my husband, one of them wanted to go on a bike ride. And I was like, oh, guys, I didn't really feel like it at first. We just got home. I'm stressed. I want to focus on what we need to do, like what I need to get done around the house. I just didn't really want to do it, but it was so nice outside. And I was like, you know what? Fine, let's just go. I really didn't want to, but we did it anyway. And I felt we did like five and a half miles, I think on our local bike trail. And I felt so good after we came back. I didn't feel like I had the stress that I had before. I just felt alleviated, I guess is a good word for it. So sometimes no matter how much we think we might not want to, sometimes giving yourself that little push, especially yeah, especially in like the physical department, it might really help more than you would think. So I want you guys to remember that setbacks are not indicators of a failure. Because again, I know we've talked about it a lot on this episode, but I don't I don't ever feel like there is any kind of failure in weight loss unless you completely give up on yourself and your goals and you just, you know, you never go back to it. I think that's the only failure that you can have in weight loss, if that's even what you want to call it. Using these as good teachable moments is just so super important. And I feel like I can't stress it enough. The more that you... I don't know. See, I don't want to use the word fail again. But the more that you come across these challenges, just think about how much more you're going to grow through those and after those. It reminds me of just like retraining your brain, reframing your entire mindset. I feel like when you're younger, especially maybe you didn't have someone super awesome like Ashley that's telling you to sit in your feelings... (laughs) Um, as a child, sometimes it's like really just learning that failures or setbacks are okay and you're allowed to feel those things, but it's just moving past them and figuring out how you can grow from them. So retrain your brain to think of them as 
teachable moments and (laughs) reframe your mindset to just be like, how can I grow from this? Even though it feels really tough right now, what can I do in the future to feel like this is a better outcome? Yeah, definitely. And one thing that actually just came to my mind, like an actual... Because I know we talk about a lot of things just in general so that it can reach so many different people. But I have one specifically that was really hard for me in about the middle of my weight loss. Because um, like I said, I started my weight loss in January of 2020 and COVID hit like right after that. So mm-hmm. we weren't able to go anywhere. We weren't able to do anything. So I didn't have things like going out to eat a lot. I didn't have things like family cookouts and barbecues and stuff to get in my way. Once those finally started being able to happen again, I mentally freaked out. I did not know what to do. And that was a huge challenge for me because I wasn't used to having to worry about that. I was, again, I was very lucky to be able to lose a bulk of my weight during COVID. But that was a major setback or a major challenge for me when we started having these cookouts and get-togethers. I was so worried about not being able to stay on track. I thought the smallest thing was just going to, you know, magically make make all my weight gain come back. Mm-hmm. And uh, eventually, after a couple times of going out and doing things like that, I had to look at it and say, okay, I keep stressing over the same thing over and over. This is going to continue to be a challenge for me because we like to entertain and we like to go to our friends' houses and we like to go out to eat. So how am I going to do this differently so that I can make it work because you know this is what I enjoy and I don't want to give this up. So the one thing that I started doing was pre-tracking. Like I get up in the morning and pre-track whether it was my breakfast, lunch, or if cookout was at dinner or lunch, whatever. I would pre-track those things. If I knew what was going to be at the cookout, I would get those general entries from the healthy app and say, okay, I know there's going to be hot dogs there. I know there's going to be corn on the cob there, you know, whatever it is. And I would go ahead and have an estimation in my app of how many calories or bites I was going to be using. And that helped me so tremendously because then it could help me figure out, okay, I'm going to be spending probably about 800 calories at this cookout, maybe even more but this is how many I have for the rest of the day. So I knew that I could have a lighter breakfast. I knew I had a better idea of what I should be eating at other times of the day when I'm not there. And that was so enlightening. And it took a huge like weight off of my shoulders to be able to kind of look ahead and plan ahead. And it really got me through it. I tell you guys. (laughs) I mean, talk about a growth mindset, taking something (laughs) that was a real struggle and just turning it into a positive experience that took the stress away from you. That's awesome. Yeah, it's and it's not it, by no means is it easy at first. You know, it does take a lot of practice and we do have to continuously try to improve our our tactics and our habits and and everything that we do. We again want to have that personal um that shift that oh my gosh, that growth mindset. There we go. <laughs> so that we want to be able to continue learning and changing these things to make it easier for ourselves. So guys, as we close, I just want to thank Healthy as well as Coach Alexis for joining me as always in this journey. Um, I hope that this episode of building resilience and navigating these setbacks really helped you guys. It was very close to my heart and I think it was for you too, Alexis. I know we (laughs) talked before how... Yes. (laughs) I know we talked a little bit before how um, it's definitely something that we still navigate as far into our journeys as we are. And it's not something that you're just going to see in the beginning. It's going to be something that you see in the beginning and the middle and the end and everything in between. And you just, I want, I hope that you guys make sure that you look at it as a teachable moment, a learning experience, really dig deep and figure out what you can do differently 
maybe, like I said, pre-tracking, whatever it may be, find those specific things that are going to make it easier for you so that you can learn from it and grow from it and build that resilience. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. This has been so helpful even for me just talking through it because as you mentioned, it doesn't matter how long you've been on your journey, there will always be life changes and um, situations you have to adapt to. So it was really awesome to even just learn new things as we talked about it. And I've been doing this for years. Same. I just came back from vacation and I have to, you know, I have to change my mindset again. I had this set, not a setback, but it was a challenge going through vacation and being on a weight loss or maintenance journey. And I too had to change up some things and get right back on track as soon as I came home. So we are all absolutely going through it and you are most definitely not alone. So next week, we're actually going to be wrapping up this mini series. Next week is going to be the final episode and we're going to be talking on the topic <laughs> of embracing body positivity and self acceptance. I think that's going to be a great one to leave off with. Um, It's kind of like that final chapter in the overall transformative journey. So I really, really hope you guys are enjoying this series and I look forward to the next one. Have a great week, everyone. Bye, everyone.